Hello, everyone, and welcome to Monster Hour. I'm Quinn, your GM. With me today are Tio. I'm Tio, and I play Claire Claremont, the Forgotten Vessel. Kyle. Hi, I'm Kyle. I play Duncan Oliver, the Vox. And Hannah. Hail and well met, fellow traveler. I'm Hannah, and I'm playing Max the Paradox. Duncan, Claire, and Max. The three of you have convened at WSOM to regroup after your most recent escapades. You all have gotten some rest and relaxation. You've recovered. The three of you are gathered in the main room of WSOM betwixt the equipment storage room that functions as Duncan's uh, home away from home sleeping area uh, and the broadcasting booth. As you are catching up, the immovable implacable stone at the center of the station, etched indelibly with the letters WSOM, begins to vibrate. A resinous current runs through the station, and that choir of muddled chanting voices that you occasionally hear when you lose your broadcast frequency starts to extrude outward from the speakers on the wall. And the crystals interwoven between the wiring start to glow a ruddy burnt umber. Beneath the voices, you feel like you can hear a distant tune, though it's not one you recognize. And then abruptly, the crystals all flare in an incandescent symphony of impossible lightness, and for a moment, your consciousness is gone. And then you come to. Sebastian pokes his head out of the broadcast booth, looking a bit befuddled, and says, Is everything all right out here? And we are conscious to what just happened, right? Like, we didn't just Mm -hmm. forget it. Yep. Uh, That's never happened before. No, uh, it hasn't. Is everything okay out here? (laughs) I turned my back for one minute and... I didn't do that. Oh, no, Duncan, I'm not blaming you. It's just the equipment in here is so particular. (laughs) Now, Quinn, I have a question. Yes. This seems like a disturbance to me, and I have a beginning of disturbance move. Yeah, why don't you go ahead and do that? Temporal anomaly. That is seven plus two is nine. So on a seven to nine on your temporal anomaly move, you get to hold one. You can spend that hold at any point to declare that an event happens in the future. So you have that at your disposal. I totally won't forget that. (laughs) I wrote it down. As you all are getting your bearings in the aftermath of this somewhat odd occurrence at the station, there is a heavy knock at the door, which shakes the entire building to its foundation. That's a little rude. Duncan, you know this to be the calling card of an official council representative. Oh, man. Okay. I guess I'm going to go open the door. Is there a peephole? (laughs) Is that an established thing? (laughs) I think there is. As you uh, head up to the door, as is protocol, Sebastian locks arms with you and the two of you walk towards the front door. (laughs) As you draw near in the small space between the door and the floor, a piece of paper is slipped under. You touch it. (laughs) No, Duncan, you you touch it. No, you touch it. No, Duncan, (laughs) I I think you should touch it. Someone touch it. Oh, God. Together? Okay. Speaking of back and door, has everyone checked out our newest product on Sploot? (laughs) (laughs) The waterless bidet. (laughs) (laughs) It just breathes on your butt. (laughs) 
You can find it on sploot.com slash sploot slash back slash door slash waterless. No time, Claire. <laughs> All right, we, we're picking up this piece of paper. Okay. Duncan, you and Sebastian pick up the piece of paper and you can see that on it is the official city of somewhere seal. And in big, bold typeface at the very top, it says, for immediate release, emergency broadcast. Would you like to read this or do you want me to? I'll read it. Residents of somewhere, the day we have long dreaded is here. Scouting season is upon us. Newly minted brownie scouts have been spotted in multiple locations across town. Soon they will be upon us, peddling baked morsels and prowling for merit badges to tide them through the long hibernation. You are not safe in your homes. Your walls and locks are no match for their treacly overtures and ductile shape forms. Your only hope is to reach the public library where strict quiet hours will protect you from their honeyed words and treats. Do not answer their riddles. Do not play their games. Do not indulge in their cursed delicacies. And if by some ill fate you should find yourself in the presence of the scout leader, may the fog have mercy on your soul. What's it say? (laughs) (laughs) Sebastian's eyes go wide as saucers. Doesn't say a word. Snatches it, runs to the broadcast booth, flips on the on-air light, and you can hear him start to broadcast. I'm incredibly interested in this WSOM stone that just had a burst. Can I take a closer look at it and see if it's still doing anything or has it gone dormant once again? Uh, sure. Give me a roll to assess reality. I'll do my best. That is seven on the dice plus one is an eight. On a seven and nine, hold one. Are there any dangers I haven't noticed? <laughs> uh, Yeah. Cool. Whatever the fuck just happened with the stone is probably dangerous. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. It's never done anything like that before. You know, the, the ritual chanting in a uh, long forgotten language is something you're relatively familiar with as it regularly overtakes your broadcast frequency. But to have it sort of come on in such an abrupt way and accompanied by this strange activation of the crystals and the bright flash of light and the resinous vibration, all of it is pretty unique and... Yeah, probably dangerous. Sebastian can't see me, right? I think he could. There's a window between the rooms, but he is like completely focused right now. He's he's reading the press release verbatim onto the air. And actually, as he's doing that, you hear the siren that usually accompanies the screaming fog, but mm. technically can be used for any emergency. You can hear that siren sound. I just want to I just want to real gently and quickly just poke poke the stone with my Zweihander. Just to see if anything happens. Curiosity and all that. No, nothing happens. Oh, good. That's what I thought was going to happen. Well, there's like a, a, a faint residual vibration that kind of runs up your Zweihander, but all it feels is like a little tingly. Like a tuning fork. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. Fun. That's not terrifying at all. <laughs> so the press release has some counsel for how to potentially manage this situation. I don't know that any of you have been through a scouting season before, but I think tales are told in somewhere over dark beers at normal brewing, whispered in the halls of the library and in the corners of the back alley about scouting season when the brownie scouts emerge to prey upon the town. What did the three of you do? 
Well, Duncan, what is the fastest way to the public library? That's a good Obviously, question. you know that, Duncan. <laughs> you turn left, and then you turn right, and then you turn left again, and you're there, right? I don't remember them selling brownies at the library. Were you not listening? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I knew it was coming, but it was still so funny. <laughs> Well, we need to move quickly. Do I know the fastest way to the public library? Why don't you give me a roll to assess reality? I think that's the best way to think about this. That is an eight. Hold one. I guess what's my best route? Yeah, it was probably this is a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent choice. Duncan, there's probably two routes that you could go. The first would be to cut a straight path down Main Street and through the somewhere municipal park, kind of skirting around City Hall. The other option would be to find the closest entrance to the back alley, the non-Euclidean space between spaces that connects the various alleyways, cellars, side streets, stairwells, and other sundry nooks and crannies of the town. So you kind of have two options that you could choose from. Okay. As the three of you are formulating your plan, there is a frantic harried knock at the door to the station, just like a pounding on the door and a muffled sound of shouting. Oh, good. Another piece of paper. <laughs> Look through the peephole again. You know, if you download the peephole app through Sploot, <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is a problem easily solved. We can see just who's up there. I mean, I have a. You can find it right at sploot.com slash sploot slash peep slash hole slash waterless. Oh, no. I hate it. <laughs> I hate okay, it. Again. Uh, Duncan, you walk up <laughs> to the front door and you don't see anybody there. Oh, God. Duncan? Is it, is it them? Are you asking should us? I, we can't see. Should I open the door? I don't see anyone. Uh, no, uh, you hear not. a muffled shouting outside saying, I'm too short for the people. Let me in. I, let me in. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. Oh, God. I think it's one of them. Oh, God. Ask them the if they know what treacly nice. means. If you're too short for the people, you can't afford it. We can cut that one. No. <laughs> no, that one's staying. <laughs> that one is staying. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, I'm trying to hold on. I'm trying to see if I have any moves where I could not die opening this door. If you'd like to, you could roll to assess reality, I think. Okay. Use the lower people. Is there a lower people? <laughs> uh, you tell me. Oh, yes. Yes, there's Sebastian's way shorter than me. I'm making this up as we go. <laughs> go around the back to the the short people. <laughs> uh, give me a roll to assess reality. That is another eight. Hold one. Okay, what here is not what it appears to be? Yeah, so you're checking the top people and the bottom people <laughs> looking, and out of the corner of your eye as you do, you see something moving. You see like a, a flat sort of pale fleshy appendage <laughs> oh, no. extending through the crevice of the door. And you quickly realize that it is a, not, not entirely two dimensional, but very flat human finger. And it is followed by several others as a hand starts to snake inside and grabs hold of the front door. 
Quinn, are you Run. making us fight Flat Stanley right now? <laughs> Back door. I'm very upset about it. <laughs> we, we have to get out. Is there another door? There's back door. Yeah, I think there's at least one other exit, probably a back door. It's in canon that that's where the shorter peephole is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Claire made it canon. <laughs> it's got to knock on the glass between Sebastian and us and point to the flat fingers coming in through the door. Uh, Sebastian's eyes go get out. <laughs> wide again, and he exclaims something into the <laughs> microphone uh, and then flips the on-air light off, throws the headset down, and throws open the door and joins you. They're here. Oh. They're here. Yep, Seabass, let's go. Yeah, we have to get out of here. I think we have to go the back way. I think they're going to be all down Main Street. I'm not exactly dressed for the back alley, but I'm sure I can get us there. Are you just naked? What are you wearing? <laughs> yeah, what, what's Max's fit right now? It's a little posh. It's like late 50s, early 60s, pa- high-waisted pants, slacks with some suspenders, and like a shirt with a tie, or not like a necktie, but the shirt ties around the neck. Like a billowy bow around the neck. Mm, it's, it's a little too Love fancy it. for the, the back alley, but, you know, desperate times. Hold on, let me let me reach into my bag here, I think. <laughs> Take this very casual but nice cardigan. <laughs> Is this I didn't know you, you were nice. That's a nice thing to do. Is this cardigan made from scraps of the womb simulator? Because it is very comforting. If you have to ask, you can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> Sebastian has already thrown open the back door and left. And as the three of you are gabbing, (laughs) trading fits. Yeah, uh, as you're fucking around, you find out that the front door is now open and a silhouetted figure about four feet tall is standing in front of the door. Run. Yeah, no, let's run. Run, run, run. Everybody run. run. Okay, we run. Give me a roll to save your skin. Because this figure immediately drops down to all fours and starts oh, uh, sprint crawling your direction. Oh, Jesus. Who should oh, roll? No. All three of you. Uh, oh, good. Whenever you run, hide, or otherwise evade danger, roll plus wits. Uh, you are all running. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Oh, so we all do it. Oh, that's. Uh, oh, I'm no. going to push myself. I'm terrified okay. right now. That's fair. I got an eight. I got an 11. I got a five. Yikes. Okay. Hmm. Duncan, you're fine. You saw this coming. You were halfway out the door following Sebastian. Claire, your senses are a little bit more attuned to danger. You can choose to escape or not, but there will be a price to pay if you do. The price is that you're going to leave Max to the scout. I will write you in my memoirs. God damn it. Okay, so Claire, like, shoulders Max and takes off running. (laughs) Max, approaching you at rapid velocity on all fours is a close approximation of a girl about eight years old. Mm. She rounds on you almost immediately and stands up so she's about, like, six inches from your face, standing on her tippy toes. She is swathed in a ragamuffin garb of brown and teal, adorned with a colorful assortment of badges. Her sunny face is dominated by a set of over-large, unblinking eyes and a Cheshire smile full of bright white teeth. Her movements are joyful, jovial, and completely anathema to the anatomy of a human body. And as she stands right in front of you, 
she smiles broadly, holds out a hand and says in a sing-song tone, Hi there, I'm Barbarella. Will you play with me? Uh, <laughs> I actually have an appointment um, Max, that I need to get to. give me a roll plus wits. Oh, Goodbye, good. I'm so far away. <laughs> give me a roll plus wits as you hear the back door shut as Claire <laughs> disappears with Duncan. Uh, that is a nine. On a seven to nine, you can choose one of the options below or resist and risk being a spoil sport. Mm-hmm. You could help <laughs> me with my merit badge, answer a riddle, or buy a cookie. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Quinn, can I melt into the ground? You will risk being a spoil sport. Quinn, can I also melt into the ground? <laughs> <laughs> that is a unique Max ability. <laughs> now, let me reread. I'm not supposed to answer the riddles. I know that one. I'm not supposed to play games. It doesn't say anything about buying cookies. <laughs> it just says don't eat the cookies. I would love to purchase with currency some of your treats. Jesus. Oh, thank you so much. Hold on. Here we go. And oh, she no. reaches into a satchel at the side of her hip. And Max, go ahead and give me a D6 roll, please. I'd love to. I got a four. Fabulous. That's probably good, right? Max. You assent to this transaction, and in a whip-fast motion, this brownie scout produces a over-large caramel delight cookie Mm. and pushes it directly into your mouth. Oh. Oh, yay! I'm so much closer to my next merit badge. Thanks, ma'am. And as (laughs) this enters your mouth, you feel a profound confectionery delight Mm. and... You realize that the handle of your Zweihander is starting to Uh caramelize in your hand. I feel like this has happened to me in a past life. (laughs) Can I do something to stop this caramelization? This is a custom move. You have imbibed in the Brownie Scouts cookies, and you now have (laughs) a confectionery effect. Anything you touch turns to baked goods and confectioneries. (laughs) And has the creature left? Yeah. The scout, after completing this transaction, flipped backwards. So she's doing like a backwards handstand and reverse crab crawled (laughs) out of the station. Hate that. Guys. And left cookies? No, I ate it. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to hold my hands up uh, like a surgeon. Touch for the very first time. And I... (laughs) going to try to kick on the closed back door to knock for the people who are hopefully still out there. Yeah. My friends. You, in a in a slightly stunned state, uh, exit mm-hmm. the station, and I think you find Duncan, Claire, and Sebastian assessing their next steps, because the scene that the four of you see outside is one of mayhem? Yeah, Ooh. general mayhem. There are people boarding up their houses and businesses. There are others who are still in the street desperately seeking shelter or making dead sprints towards the library. But occasionally from the dark corners, the nooks and crannies, the alleyways, you see small teal and brown humanoid shapes emerge briefly, dart out and grab them. You see shadowy figures crawling on rooftops and a a, a general state of pandemonium in the streets of somewhere. 
Hey everyone, thanks for checking on me. We need to move now. I'm so um, sorry. Nobody high five me. No, us. it's fine. Oh, okay. But we need to go now, like right now. Now, 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 now. Nobody high five now. Run. Oh, good. I had complete faith in you. And don't <laughs> buy the cookies. They make you eat the cookies if you buy the cookies. Lesson also, learned. Also, don't touch me. <laughs> just, <laughs> just caution. But if anybody wants any caramel, let me know. <laughs> As much as I love this banter, I think we should get moving. No, we're running. We're if running. I'm we're being moving. honest, running. I'm fearing for my life. <laughs> I think we run as best we can to the library. Tell me where the nearest entrance to the back alley is. Because that's your that's your route, right? Mm -hmm. You want to try to go through the back yes. alley mm -hmm. rather than go through the... Okay. Tell me about the nearest entrance or tell me about the entrance that you are going for. Yes. I will do that. My <laughs> yes. gears are turning. <laughs> there is a specific telephone booth that obviously doesn't have a telephone in it, but is a very fancy porta potty. <clears throat> and this porta potty serves as an elevator. Well, that's not a telephone booth at all. <laughs> no, it looks like a telephone booth inside. Yeah, is a so does a porta potty. It's a porta potty. <laughs> You're describing -potty a porta potty. Says telephone over it. And it's a horizontal elevator. That's a band into the sticker. Back I see it right here. The band is telephone. <laughs> this is a porta potty. That is a very good somewhere band name. Just telephone. <laughs> it's just telephone. Incredible. And it's just like dial tone noises. <laughs> the four of you head towards this telephone branded porta potty. Porta potty. Yeah. <laughs> Are you just like sprinting for it all out? Here we go. Well, I'll try not to touch anything along the way. Sprinting with my hands in front of my face. <laughs> I would say a brisk walk. Okay. <laughs> just, a, <laughs> just a good walk. You get probably about halfway there before a trio of people, members of the community that you recognize, at least you, Duncan. I don't know about Max or Claire, um, but... They are running towards you, like trying to flag you down. Wait for us. Wait, wait. We can't all fit no. in the porta potty. <laughs> <laughs> you can go after us. And then just... So y'all are, are continuing? No. Now I'm sprinting. Because <laughs> Claire wants to get there first. <laughs> okay. All right. Hold, so... on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm thinking. I mean, you don't want to use the porta potty after somebody. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the second trip's not nearly as good. <laughs> Hold on, I have this handy bag of marbles. I'm gonna throw this bag of marbles. <laughs> oh, no. Trip them. Use them as a distraction to see. Duncan, do your thing. <laughs> I'm gonna stop to these people. I mean, I know what's the matter, but but what happened? They're everywhere. They're everywhere. We need. Do you have a route to the library? Can we come with you? Yes, but we're going to have to take turns. <laughs> That's on you, fam. Enjoy. I'm... Claire, you're Goodbye. continuing. Yeah, Claire's already there. Yeah. Claire's already there. <laughs> so, Duncan, you have paused to aid this this group of weary travelers, and Claire has sprinted ahead, thrown open the telephone porta potty door, and stepped inside. You hear like a pneumatic flush, like an airplane toilet flush, mm -hmm. and Thank presumably, uh, gross. <laughs> Claire has made her exit. Oh. <laughs> 
Max, being the mm-hmm. person who is not currently engaged in something, you notice that a small hunched figure has <laughs> no. climbed on top of the porta potty. Claire has taken advantage of the uh, situation to escape. Uh, so we'll, we'll come back to her in a second. But Duncan and Max. I would like to use Veritas. Okay. In what way? <sighs> that sounds like a product I sell. I don't know. <laughs> Echoing up from the porta potty, you <laughs> I want to convince these community members to. Can I assume that I would know another entrance to the back alley? Uh, I don't know if you would, Duncan. You haven't spent a ton of time in the back alley. I was hoping maybe Max told me an entrance or two. At some Why point. don't you give me a roll to assess reality? And okay. if Max wants to help out, mm. Max, you could do that if you so chose. Yeah. I'll mark an essence for you, Duncan. Well, that definitely helped. That is a nine. Hold one. Yeah, what's my best route? Yeah, so you know another entrance to the back alley that's not far. I think you look over your shoulder and see the brownie scout has climbed up on top of this entrance, which is good leverage for convincing these people that maybe it's not the best way to go. Yeah. Tell me about the second entrance. Where is it? Oh, man. Okay, the second entrance is about a block down <laughs> on the left. It looks kind of like a pothole in the like, room. But if okay. you tap on it three times with your right foot, you will <laughs> sink into it. Is that Incredible. too wild? Okay. Quicksand pothole. I love yes. it. <laughs> but you have to tap three times with your right foot. Imagine Duncan, you like hurriedly conveying this information to them and they they sprint off as more shapes begin to appear from the alleyways lurking and looming into the street towards you. Max, what are you doing right now? Hey, get down off there. I already already bought a cookie. Look, and I like touch a, a parking meter next to me and it turns to caramel. The scout looks at you for a moment and... It doesn't motion like it would cock its head, but the angle at which it turns would like break a normal person's neck. And then it does a front flip off of the porta potty (laughs) and lands right in front of your face. Touch it. Will you play with me? Touch it. Turn it to caramel. Does that work? Uh, Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have to try that. Touch it. it. Yeah. No, I'm going to push off of the scout and... Duncan, Sebastian, get in there now. And you don't have to ask to me twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're shoving in there together, please. Please. Yeah. <laughs> because Max is kind of creating an opportunity here, I, I won't make you roll. I think Duncan, you and Sebastian link arms and go into the porta potty together. <laughs> and Max, you hear another pneumatic flush. Do, do I get to embrace chaos when I touch this thing? The scout? Mm-hmm. Where are you touching it? Like on the face? Like... I'm just trying to push it by its shoulders away from me. You shove this brownie scout mm-hmm. and it's remarkably stable. <laughs> like sure. for the for the frame of an eight year old girl, it barely moves. And the like ragamuffin clothing, the like layers and layers of wrapped brown and teal, they do caramelize like they do sort of turn into confectionery. OK, but it looks at you and that that smile that rictus grin grows even bigger and it reaches up and boops your nose (laughs) come on play with me play with me uh give me a roll plus wits (laughs) Uh, 
That is an eight altogether. So again, you may choose an option from the list below or resist and risk being a spoil sport. Uh, the options again are help with a merit badge, answer a riddle, or buy a cookie. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to have to be a spoil sport on this one. Uh, what does that look like? <laughs> uh, that is a boop and then a a cartoonish puff of smoke as I sprint off towards <laughs> the uh, sinkhole that I just heard Duncan explain. Fabulous. Oh, so you're going for the sinkhole, <laughs> not the porta potty? Yeah, I feel like the porta potty is uh, covered right now. It's I don't want to go around. I'd like to go away. Yeah. Don't want to clog the pipe. <laughs> Nobody wants to be the third person in the porta potty. <laughs> Fourth, if you count Sebastian. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, I consider it to be a win if you're the third person in the porta potty. That's a win. Uh, that's a pretty ideal situation. Oh. oh. <laughs> um, okay. So you take off. Run. You you boop with a puff of smoke and take off running away from the scout. And in the distance behind you, you hear a shrill cry that just cuts you to the quick. Like you feel oh, no. emotionally devastated as the scout declares. Oh, you're no fun. Come on, play with me. Go ahead and mark one essence. Oof. It's all right. But I've got three more. <laughs> it does not pursue you. Okay. And you arrive at the pothole, <laughs> so identified by Duncan. Uh, I think, Max, I think you're familiar with this entrance as well. There's no sign of the other group. Unclear if they already made it or not, but mm-hmm. they're not here. <laughs> and coming out of the woodwork, crawling from alleyways over buildings are dozens of scouts. Tap my right foot three times. The surface turns to quicksand and you slurp through. (laughs) Sploot. That's beautiful. (laughs) The four of you land on the outskirts of the back alley market. Bad news. Things aren't any better here. (laughs) Oh, damn it. (laughs) The stalls, stands, and storefronts of the back alley market are almost universally deserted. There are signs of panic and disarray, upturned carts, spilled goods, and distant cries in the winding non-Euclidean alleyways that branch off from the market. You can also hear the sounds of movement in the not-too-distant distance. What do the three of you do? We're all going to get very distracted by things in here. Let's just move (laughs) quickly to the library. If any of you would like to assess reality in this situation... You're certainly welcome to. What's your wits, Claire? Uh, <laughs> you not good. Don't want, you don't want <laughs> okay. me to do it. Okay, I'll roll it. I'll roll it. It's a four plus one. It's a five. <laughs> On a miss, you might reveal crucial information, or the GM might have you ask two questions, but some or all of the answers I give you will be inaccurate. <laughs> I'm going to take the latter. Duncan, ask two questions, but some or all of the answers I give you will not be factual. Okay, what here is useful or valuable to me? Okay, and your second? Um, Who or what is really in control here? Duncan, the market is in disarray, but a lot of wares are still, like the scouts haven't taken stuff. Like this isn't like a robbery. They seem to have no interest in the actual merchandise. And there's a lot of potentially useful stuff here, like equipment gear weapons maps like you know any number of useful things if you make your way through the stalls you know for a fact jackie the antiques dealer her her stall is at the uh, other side of the market whether she's there or not you know there's some quite useful stuff there so you could potentially gear up for your run to the library 
no one is in control here. The back alley market has been largely abandoned. And while there are probably scouts around here, they seem to just be like reaving through the back alley. Duncan, you have that look in your eye. Do we have to go through the market on our way to the library? Yeah. You can't lie to me now. <laughs> Don't lie to me. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. You know, you could do a lot better on your prices. <laughs> There's nobody here. Claire says to, to the empty market. <laughs> a single grapefruit like rolls off of one of the stands and lands with a thud. <laughs> That's worth twice as much now. It's been on an adventure. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> so funny. Okay, I think we should go. I don't think we should stop moving. Does this market have any clothing? Oh, uh, plenty. Oh, yeah. No, Claire wants oh, to know. No. Claire we wants don't to have time, Claire. On that we don't have time. Claire would like to grab as many things that are on the just the outside of the market as possible, as far as clothing goes. As we're walking by, you're going to resell them as vintage <laughs> urban wear or some shit. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck else do you do? Incredible. <laughs> you steal clothes and you sell clothes. <laughs> yeah. That's the economy. You, someone makes clothes pictures. and someone sells those clothes and then you buy those clothes and then you sell those clothes. We're all about to get eaten by scouts. <laughs> you take pictures, you put them on sploot. Duncan, where are you yeah. leading us? Okay, Incredible. I'm leading us to the library. <laughs> Hold on, I want clothes. Uh, so <laughs> Duncan, Sebastian, and Max, you all are heading through the direct path. Claire, you're ping-ponging through any stall or stand where clothing is being, well, no longer sold, but was being sold. Just close to reach. Anything that looks approachable. Incredible. Hey, Duncan. Mm-hmm. Give me a roll to embrace chaos. Oh, Ooh. Jesus, I'm bad. See, look at that. I do something bad, then Duncan pays for it. This is great. Okay. <laughs> As you and the people following you step into an extremely large chalk square, so large that you didn't even notice it before. And the only reason Claire doesn't is because she's not following you. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, I'm going to use an essence. Okay. What could go wrong? <laughs> okay. With a minus one, that is an eight. On a seven to nine, you choose one, and then I choose one. Mm. Those options, again, are you gain a clear understanding of the power's source effects and motives, if any. You quell the power's effect or fan its flames. You briefly wield this power's effect. You subvert the power to achieve your ends. Take plus one forward. You inflict or heal one harm on a nearby target, or you mark or erase one essence. I think I need to gain a clear understanding of the power source effects and motives. Yeah, so... You, Max, and Sebastian have stepped into the first square drawn in entropic chalk, a bright pastel-y teal, of a massive four-square game. Oh. Oh, I love four-square. And as you step in, <laughs> you hear clapping. And emerging out from several alleyways and windows, clambering down the walls, drain pipes, cartwheeling and backflipping and bending in ways that no human body should bend are a half dozen scouts. And very quickly, they surround this four square and three other scouts step into the other three squares. The power's source is the chalk. Its effect is to bind you to a game of scout four square. 
and it has no motive because it's a trap. This but the scouts fun. have a motive. <laughs> this is so is there a ball, Claire. Yeah. You see this this all unfold from a dis not a not a a great distance, but a small distance, and the scouts are not immediately focused on you. What do you do? Oh God, our our fate is in Claire's hands of all people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't feel like Claire would give a shit about Foursquare. I'm trying to. <laughs> what about your friends? That's the one. Like or your followers to, or I whatever. Like to refer to you as acquaintances. <laughs> Claire, as you ponder your next steps, Duncan and Max, Sebastian has shrunk behind the pair of you. And the <laughs> three scouts in the square, the one opposite from you, holds its hands out and what appears to be like a miniature black hole appears in their hands. And the three look at you and in unison say, let's play, let's play, let's play, let's play. We caught you. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to make a decision for Claire. Claire is ultra competitive at four square. (laughs) I would like to find a ball because they don't notice me, right? I'm not like a part of. No, they haven't noticed you yet. I would like to find a ball and peg one of them with it. game on (laughs) incredible so this sounds to me like a goad roll if you're trying to lessen the heat on yes your companions okay the faction you'd be rolling with here is entropy claire you also have a move that allows you to roll plus chaos instead of against reputation would you like to use that yes (laughs) okay give me a roll plus chaos Roll plus chaos. Beautiful, beautiful. That is a 12. Okay. I I did it. (laughs) (laughs) This is how I do things is I roll 12s. On a hit, they make a move against you. On a 10 plus, you get to choose two additional options. They react irrationally, they commit significant resources, they overlook your allies, or they overplay their hand. I would like them to overlook my allies. And yeah, react irrationally. Okay. Chaos. I like that one. (laughs) (laughs) So Claire, you you grab like a random ball, like a a sports ball that has fallen on the wayside (laughs) of one of these stands. And you peg the scout that's holding the void, the black hole. In unison, all six sets of scout eyes turn to face you and say, rude. And in a variety of movements, none of which could be described as natural or human, all six of them descend on you. (laughs) The one with the black hole throwing it directly at you. Give me a roll to embrace chaos. Okay. Eight. On a seven to nine, you choose one and I choose one. And I will say you are embracing chaos uh, specifically with regards to the gravity well that was just lobbed your direction. (laughs) I think I would take plus one forward, subvert this power to achieve your ends. Okay, for my option, I'm going to go ahead and inflict one harm. You catch this black hole, catch sort of loosely defined, uh, but (laughs) it does sort of peel away a layer of your human skin in, in an extent that's like a little bit more than minor exfoliation. Mm-hmm. It's not, not sort of your usual skincare routine. So yeah, go ahead and mark one harm. But how do you harness this? Like, <laughs> do you like put it in a little pocket bag? Do you form it into an object? Like, what does this look like, Claire? I think I'm wearing a cardigan that I just found. 
And I will open up that cardigan that has an inside pocket, and I'll just shove it in. Does that make sense? Yeah, is that, totally. Is that a thing? for later. Yeah, it tilts dramatically to one side. <laughs> <laughs> so you have uh, plus one forward as a group of scouts descend on you. Duncan and Max, mm-hmm. you're in the clear. All of these scouts have left at Claire's provocation, and the binding of the entropic chalk falters in their their absence this trap sort of unmaintained has failed what do the three of you do oh god we have to save claire how have have to um (laughs) yeah she did kind of just leave us she did but then she saved us yeah with her competitiveness there's a lot of like buildings with awnings and such around here correct oh plenty is it leaving if i'm behind you (laughs) so could i (laughs) Technically, Perhaps. you left me. <laughs> I just allowed you to leave me. <laughs> I think I'm going to try to firmly grasp some of the supports of awnings above the scouts and try to caramelize the supports so that the awnings cover the scouts. Interesting. So you're trying to like bring down a, a building on them, basically? No, not necessarily a building. Like, uh, you know. Trap them in some awning. Yeah, fabric. like if there's, you know, how on the outside of buildings, there's the uh, metal contraptions that people use to fix up the buildings and things like that. What do you call those? Scaffolding? Scaffolding, <laughs> Scaffolding or like uh, some awnings. Okay. You know, some, not buildings themselves, but accoutrement. Sure. Okay. Give me a roll to embrace chaos. Yeah, a caramelization roll. <laughs> yeah, roll plus caramel. <laughs> That's uh, nine on the dice plus two is 11. On a 10 plus, you choose two, baby. Okay. I would like to briefly wield the powers effect for my caramelization needs. And then I would oh, really feel like harming these uh, horrible flat Stanleys. To so, be clear, uh, they're not all flat. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. If that wasn't clear, they usually look like normal eight-year-old girls. Okay. It's just that one seemed to be like flattening to get into the station. I've been imagining them all as the girl in that pot commercial where she's melted into the couch. Oh my god. Uh, no. Uh, that's okay. a that's a temporary like. They they seem to have a a high degree of malleability to their bodies. Okay. I wish you never <laughs> stop smoking pot. That's not (laughs) (laughs) okay. So I would like to briefly wield the caramelization power effect and inflict one harm on a nearby target. Okay, scout. What does this look like? I'm gonna grab some of the support beams, and they're going to start to melt away into delicious uh, salted caramel as awnings and scaffolding start to pile upon these scouts. Yeah, I think you trap one. Because you it. only inflict one harm. But oh, yeah, I think you trap down. one. This confectionery scaffolding falls down and buries it. As that happens, it emits a horrific high-pitched shriek that echoes through the alleyways oh, and no. corners of the back alley far beyond your position. And almost immediately you hear it matched a dozen times oh, over. God. Oh, Claire, God, they're coming. We run now. We run now. No more clothes. We run, we run now. I win. Let's go now. (laughs) Max, you did deal with one of the scouts. Unfortunately, there are several others who quickly encircle Claire. And oh shit, I thought she was safe. I'm going back. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, and Claire, all around you, you hear voices saying, let's play a game, let's play a game, let's play a game. Give me a roll plus wits. I think And take push. a minus one because you are, uh, it's not just one scout, you are surrounded. Oh, that's Yes, push yourself. Yes, I'll absolutely push have to push myself. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that is a 12 minus two. That is a 10. Wow. Hey. Wow. <laughs> that is as best as you could ask for. So on a 10 plus, you resist their eldritch cutesiness. It washes <laughs> over you like a wave. Claire, you think you should feel bad, but like you just don't. Like that spot in your body where you would feel bad, it just doesn't. Nothing resonates. I feel like I have one more ball and just my serve and just peg another one in the head so I can fucking (laughs) run past it. I think they are so like shocked by this. The combination of the building collapse, the confectionery collapse, and your nonchalance at their preternatural cutesiness that I'm, I'm not going to make you roll. They're, they're stunned. Do you, you all make a break for it towards the other side of the market? There's several dozen exits from the back alley market, the hub of the back alley in general. Uh, and I think you know the one that will put you out right in front of the somewhere public library. As you reach the exit, Max, you see Jackie sitting cross-legged in front of her stall and she has like an open tin like a pastry tin and is putting cookies into her mouth oh god jackie oh i hope hope Uh, you brought those cookies from home max how are you a little sticky but i'm okay it's good to see you (laughs) what are you doing i'm doing well would you like a cookie just had one thanks awful they're Um, very good jackie i do this for your own good and I'm going to kick the tin of cookies out of her hand because she's sitting on the ground, and that seems like an easy kick. Yeah, she goes scrambling after it. What do you do? Do I? Is this a permanent situation? I know I'll probably be sticky forever, obviously, but uh, whatever's happening to Jackie here, can I try to discern what's happening to Jackie here? Yeah, sure. Why don't you give me a roll to assess reality? Uh, If you want (laughs) to... If you don't want this to impact your escape, uh, take a minus one because the scouts are absolutely after you. Okay, I'm going to push myself here because I like Jackie. We're friends. That is going to be a seven. Hold on. How malleable can I be with these questions? What's my best route to helping Jackie? (laughs) Are there any dangers I haven't noticed might be a better fit? Sure. Are there any dangers I haven't noticed? I mean, the more cookies that she eats, probably the worse off she's going to be based on your limited experience. Sure. I don't think you know how long the effects of the cookies last, but I mean, more is probably worse. Jackie, I do this for your own good. I'm going to try to get to the tin before she can and just yeet it. I want to throw it (laughs) somewhere away that she has to go far to get the cookies, like over a building. No, it'll turn to caramel in my hands. I can't eat it. I mean, the confectionization might be good. Might not be a bad idea. Well, it's also not that fast. Like, okay, it's kind of like a slow creep. Yeah, by I the time like she finds thing. it, it will be caramel. Even better. And delicious. So <laughs> depending on how you want to do this, I think it, this is a roll for sure. sure. I could either see it being face fear if you're like squaring up or if you're trying to like trick her like a little misdirection, a hoodwink. It feels like a hoodwink. I think it's a misdirection. Okay. Okay, give me a roll plus cheek. I mean, it's a terrible, I have minus one cheek, but I think that's what it is. (laughs) 
do I still have another minus one on top of it? Or is it for that one roll? No, that's just for that one okay. roll to like assess. That is a four. Uh, <laughs> on a miss, you might find yourself caught, trapped, or otherwise in hot water. Golly. You grab this and go to eat it, and Jackie Koala bears you. Oh god. Okay. Oh god. Like one one hand on the tin and then like legs wrapped around oh, no. you and other arm wrapped around you. So not only have you not yeeted the tin, but now you have another human's weight on you. And the scouts are bearing down. <laughs> yep. uh, yeah. What do the three of you do? We four of us. Oh, Sebastian has already left. Oh, Sebastian good. ran. You're so smart, Sebastian. <laughs> Sebastian uh, was dealing uh, with yeah, none of we your run. bullshit. I, uh, <laughs> I, I run with Jackie on my back like a koala. Can I somehow <laughs> have another four square ball? Or one of the ones that I threw, and I'm just that good at four square that I threw it, and then I grabbed it. Uh, sure. Just as a reminder, Claire has claws, by the way. <laughs> yes, Claire just, does have, have rending claws. Have claws? Rendering claws. <laughs> you don't remember. <laughs> Oh, yes. Claire has claws. Of course I remember. But I'd rather hit Jackie off of Max's back. Oh, no. <laughs> with, Jackie, Jackie is good. You don't want to hit Jackie. But if we leave Jackie, is Jackie about to be overtaken by... She's already been overtaken. I think Jackie chose her fate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we literally going to kill this NPC? <laughs> Can't do it. She's fine on my back. We can just run. I'm quite yeah, strong. Yeah, I think we just need to run. Is she I'm just kind of like holding you? Yeah. Yeah, she's just a koala She's not bear. trying to hurt me. She's piggybacking. Oh, yeah, fine. she's koala bearing. <laughs> oh, well, then I think I just tried to hit Max. Why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm competitive. No, we're out of four <laughs> We're out of the we game have, zone. We have to make it to the library. You're never out of the game zone. <laughs> this can't be a three-hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> Claire and Duncan, <laughs> once again, I think y'all are fine. Max, mm-hmm. I'm going to need you to give me a roll to save <laughs> oh, your skin. God. Yeah, that makes sense. Can I help? You're carrying the weight of another human. Uh, yeah, if you would like to help out, uh, how are you helping? Can I try to like hold some of Jackie's weight? Like, does that make sense? <laughs> so like, try... Hold on. <laughs> so Can I try gonna... to rip? <laughs> are you gonna <laughs> get behind me. and like? She ain't heavy. She's my Jackie. <laughs> so they are She's holding her Jack. like table style, just like. No, I meant like try to like peel off one of her arms, like peel her arm <laughs> off and put it around my neck, and then we're like fire firemen carrying sure. her in between us. Sure, that, that sense works to me. God, all I heard but, was. Okay. Peel off one of her arms. I was like, but right. I'm the asshole that wants to hit her with a ball. <laughs> here, here I am. Duncan, Duncan, Mark and Essence and uh, and Max roll 3d6 and discard the list. Save your skin. My goodness. Okay. That is 11 altogether. Okay. On a 10 plus, you're in the clear, though it may Look take a us. few moments before the danger is passed. So uh, <laughs> you... <laughs> You you and Duncan together carrying Jackie, who's pawing, like sloth pawing at the tin of cookies. You like joint firemen's carry Jackie out the exit, following Claire, following Sebastian. What does the exit from the back alley to the library look like? Our exit is not graceful. I'll tell you that clearly. 
Oh no, but like <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like that was implied. <laughs> <laughs> what? My brain just goes to slide. It feels like a oh, slide. Oh man. But aren't we going up? Oh my god, it's an it's a reverse exactly. gravity slide. <laughs> it's an upslide. Uh-huh. It's an upslide. Uh-huh. Yeah, you reach there's like a a play set at the far edge of the back alley, kind of like tucked slightly around the corner into one of the alleyways. And you start going down the slide, but as you keep going, it curves up and around, Mm -hmm. and you wind up getting dumped out right in front of the library. In front of you is the ornate, but very staid, stuffy, somewhere public library building. Unfortunately, in front of it, is a ring of brownie scouts. And you can see they've kind of like stretched their arms out, Mm. like very, very long. And they're holding arms, but there's like 10 feet in between them. And you can hear them singing, Red Rover, Red Rover. I goddamn knew it. Send the somewhere residents on over. I fucking love Red Rover. Oh, Jesus. And to make matters somewhat worse. Behind them, floating just above the doors to the somewhere public library, is a man. He is dressed in a turquoise suit with a brown tie. He has ruffled, mussy brown hair and blazing teal eyes. What do the three of you do? Do I recognize this person? (laughs) Good question. Should I know who this is? He seems strangely familiar, but in a way that you can't quite place. Like, you're certain that you have met him before, but you do not know who he is. I was about to say, should I use social dragonfly? Or should I, is that not possible in this situation right now? Oh no, please do. Oh, I don't like the way you said that. (laughs) I don't like it. (sighs) That is... Hey, it's plus cheek. Oh, thank God. It's a 10. Nope, it's a nine. (laughs) (laughs) So close. What is it on a seven to nine? I forget. You've crossed paths a couple times. The GM will tell you an interesting tidbit about them. Yeah. Okay. As the three of you land, the floating figure locks eyes with the three of you. And he smiles a baleful smile. And his voice booms out over the library lawn. Come out, come out, you wicked trio. That's right, I know you're incognito. This switcheroo is a clever ploy, but trading tales is no small toy. The overgrown is such ripe fruit, but if you're stuck here, it's mine to loot. So with treacle's sweet and wild rhyme, I'll bind you here for all of time. I'll state it plain, your world's a goner. You lose, I win, that's it. Scout's honor. God damn, you and Ian are both fucking Shakespeare's. <laughs> this is this is breaking this is the fourth wall, man. Do you know this one? Uh... <laughs> well, I hope you didn't know him that well. I want to take <laughs> the black hole in my pocket and throw it at him. <laughs> my serve. <laughs> Let me figure out who he is. <laughs> God. Didn't you throw that at the 
other scouts previously? No, I just threw a ball at the scouts. I, yeah, I said balls, I had I a, just a four square ball. Oh, that's true. This okay. Is... <laughs> she pocketed it. Okay. <laughs> Claire, give me a roll to embrace chaos. All right. That's all that well. <laughs> uh, that's a 12 plus three. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's you just roll box cars? That's box cars plus three. <laughs> okay. Me and Claire get along just fine. <laughs> you get to choose two from the embrace chaos options. Alright. I want to inflict one harm and fan its flames, I think. Sounds like a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, Claire, you hurl this black hole, and as you do, you put a little bit of mustard on it, and the black hole (laughs) swells as it collides with the scout leader. Catching him in the shoulder and imploding inward, taking his right arm with it, and he lets out a horrible scream, turns back to the three of you and says, Get them! And the line of brownie scouts surge towards you. Game point? (laughs) (laughs) so the three of you sebastian and jackie still koala bearing on max's Mm -hmm. i think chest like it's not back it's like she's hanging (laughs) on your chest are standing in front of the somewhere public library a line of brownie scouts skipping back flipping and cartwheeling towards you in their hands an assortment of merit badges strange games chalk and tins full of cookies and floating above them the man in the teal suit with the brown tie newly uh aimed by claire who has just declared open season on the three of you what do you do Hmm. that's a great question quinn My dear, have you ever thought about better color coordination? (laughs) (laughs) Cutting words. Enjoy your cosplay while you can. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... Is this a horrible time for me to try to use natural interviewer and talk to one of these scouts? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. As a fan of your characters? Yes. Ah, I did it! it. (laughs) I did it! I did. It's an extremely horrible time to try to do that. I knew I would be the one to get it. Okay. <laughs> We're just going to have to cause a distraction and fight our way through and get inside the library, which I'm sure is perfectly safe inside. I have a pen and paper, a tape. Okay. Cord, a digital so camera. So you run. <laughs> trying to think of what I can use as a weapon other than my pocket. Oh, look at that. I do have nails. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Claire is looking at her hands. <laughs> I do I, have nails. <laughs> I really want to hear one of their riddles. <laughs> no, we're specifically told not to listen Sorry. to the riddles. Duncan, but I get know your shit together. That, I know Quinn. I need all of you to lock it up real quick. <laughs> I, I know that Quinn wrote a cool riddle, and I want to hear it. I'm gonna pull out my swyhander and start running towards the doors. Cover your ears. <laughs> oh god, my nails are too long. My caramel swyhander. I can't cover my ears. Okay. All right. Claire shouting for everyone to cover their ears. Max is taking hold of her swyhander, which is slowly turning to confectionery. Mm-hmm. Duncan is considering the merits of <laughs> answering a riddle. <laughs> 
I'm Let's gonna take fucking out my go. Digital camera. Let's I'm fucking take go. Out my digital camera. I'm gonna turn the flash on and see if that does anything. Once I can touch things without turning them into caramel, I'm going to slap you, Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I have to know where Claire's line of reasoning is going here, so let's start there. Claire, what what's happening? Oh, reasoning's gone. As soon as Duncan takes out the digital camera, Claire just oh, goes God. into mode. <laughs> just, I didn't mean to do it. I Nail, nails come out of ears and just... What? Straight, oh, straight she okay. was plugging her ears. <laughs> okay, I get it now. <laughs> nails and right. strikes just the nicest pose. And somehow is in a new outfit. Oh my god. Incredible. Okay. So let's start with Max. Max, give me a roll to fight for your life. Okay. (laughs) Take a minus one with -hmm. a combination of Koala Jackie and just the sheer number of adversaries which you're grappling with. Makes sense. Makes sense. (sighs) Quinn, that's three on the dice. Oh. Yikes, Rooney! Let's go. <laughs> Considered lying to you. Let's go. I think you, you, you <laughs> like you get one of them. The mm-hmm. scout disappears in like a puff of green smoke. And there's another like high trilling screech, but you are almost immediately pounced upon by like five more, and they just empty a tin of cookies into your mouth. Go ahead and roll two d six, please, uh, separately. <laughs> Six. Okay. Three. Fabulous. So these cookies <laughs> are dosy dos and s'mores. Dosy dos, you can't stop dancing a non Euclidean boogie. Take minus mm-hmm. one on going, but suffer one less harm. Oh, I was okay. drinking and I almost choked and died. <laughs> <laughs> S'mores, your body emits smoke constantly and occasionally bursts into flames. You can use this as a weapon to harm close fire, but doing so also inflicts one harm on you. I will say that that ignores the suffer one less harm. That's from external sources, not setting yourself on fire. Uh, And I think... I think the sheer dissociative effects of all of these cookies at once, I, I'm going to need you to mark one essence as well. That makes sense. But yeah, you eat these dosy doughs and s'mores and you stand back up and the scouts give you a wide berth as you start dancing and occasionally like drifting through reality a few feet and reappearing. And you also are now smoking like from your pores constantly. Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to... We'll burn everything. I'm going to start fighting these scouts with fire powers. Okay. (laughs) Give me a roll, another roll to fight for your life using your s'more strength. (laughs) And it smells great. Yeah. It smells like a campfire. (laughs) Smells like home. It's a flat eight. On seven to nine, you inflict harm on each other as established. I think you cut through another. Your Zweihander does two harm. Uh, Yes, obviously. You uh, (laughs) cut through another two and they go poof. The remaining ones start pinning merit badges to you. (laughs) And with each badge, you feel a bit more upbeat, a bit more cheery, a bit more accomplished. And I'm going to need you to mark one essence. Well, Quinn, I'm glad we're both here together in this moment. That is five essence marked. Okay. You feel a sense of accomplishment and adulation as you prepare to metamorphosize into the next level of scout Mm -hmm. your days as a brownie are behind you and you crumple up into a little ball on the ground
Claire. Bill's Duncan. Right. <laughs> what do you do? Did you get it? Did you get me in front of the, <laughs> the man with the, the shit brown tie? Did you get did, Are we good here? Okay. So when you mark the last box on your track, you drop out of the scene and return later. Are, is Max gone? Or is ball. she just crumpled in a ball on the floor? Fetal position. Max is currently not in her body and is metamorphosizing in a ball on the ground. Max is somewhere over with, there, but with, did you did you get it? With Jackie smothering her. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> Jackie <laughs> is cleaning up spare cookies that have fallen on the ground. Oh, Jesus. Where's Sebastian? Uh, <laughs> hiding immediately behind you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We have to get inside. I'm sorry, Max, but we have to get inside. So you got it. Okay, well, no time like the present. Let's oh go. Oh, my God. <laughs> Claire. Can you send that to me? Oh, my God. Stop. I need to put it on Stop my splute. <laughs> right now is not a good time. I think we have to run for it. Can I use the people's voice here and we just try to push through into the library? Is there any possibility of that? What is the people's voice again? You are a paragon of normalcy for the community, for a community <laughs> swimming in chaos. Take plus one on any action opposing an entropic power or the servants of entropy. Oh, I mean, you definitely get that bonus here for sure. <laughs> <laughs> this is all entropy, baby. That's on the tin. <laughs> I, I think we have to Red Rover our way through into the building. I think that's the only way that we're going to survive. I think Max is too far gone. I'm sorry, Max, if you can hear me, but you're too far gone. It's fine. I'm delicious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Can I grab Sebastian's hand? And then I'm going to grab Claire's hand with my other hand. <laughs> We're also red rovering. Why are you so I clammy? I always knew, Duncan, that it would end <laughs> like this. When's the last time you washed your hands? <laughs> Don't make me laugh. It's a serious. <laughs> I'm so serious. <laughs> All right. If I'm going to die, you feel I'm like glad a skeleton. It's with my best friend and then this splooty bitch. <laughs> That's offensive. <laughs> All right, Duncan. Give me a roll to face fear. I'm offensed. <laughs> I'm Claire, <laughs> Claire, if you would like to help out or Duncan, yeah. I suppose if you'd like to push yourself, you're welcome to do so. I can. Would help you like to help out? out uh, where's help out? You help. just give me. You just give yeah, me an essence. You mark an essence, and then oh, Duncan gets to roll. Oh, you yeah. have so many essences. Yeah, I, I haven't, haven't marked. I haven't marked any essences. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should have at least one. I'm mark. losing myself, guys. There's no Ryan. <laughs> There's only Claire. You've definitely burned an essence. So mark two essence. Did I? Okay. okay. Yeah. Claire, how are you helping out? Are you like running a blocking scheme here? We're all holding hands. What, what does your help out look <laughs> how like? How am I helping out? I, that's a great question. Hand sanitizer, <laughs> lotion. No. <laughs> no. Skincare routine. <laughs> Listen, lotion is helpful. You can be very slippery. I know I'm a, a delicious ball right now, but it's not a bad idea. 
You um, could take out some very fancy lotion and just like spray it at them. You got some nice perfume in your in your pockets. No, but I have one of my them. waterless bidets. To- <laughs> <laughs> it's just an air gun. <laughs> <laughs> You just, carry that. <laughs> you just carry that on you? This is a judgment-free zone. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think it's a waterless day. Yeah, I think you need to come up with a, a new product here. Well, then, yeah, I'll pick up a rock. What is happening? I just want to <laughs> knock out one of the biggest ones. Okay, You're, just, right. you're literally just helping me out. I'm just trying to think. How I actually help you out, and I would like to pick up a big rock <laughs> and throw it at one of the biggest ones that I think will make the biggest hole. Okay. 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 Checks out. Okay. Duncan, face fear. Oh, thank God for that essence. It's plus pluck, which is zero. Oh, God. I, I get a plus one from the people's voice. So that is a nine. On a seven to nine, I will offer you a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. <laughs> It's pretty clear. Duncan, you're the only one that's going to make it through. Claire and Sebastian are going to get stuck either with the scouts or with the scout leader. I regret helping you. <laughs> okay. This is a real question. <laughs> what would Duncan do? Do you think he would save himself? Do you think you're Duncan? Oh, shit. This is breaking the fourth wall. I'm so confused. I don't know who I am. Remember who you are. Send my last picture to all. (laughs) I'm going to save myself. Oh, God. I feel so bad. The guilt is overwhelming. (laughs) Claire, you start lobbing large stones at (laughs) <laughs> at these brownie scouts and as you strike them they go down in in green puffs of smoke before dozens of them descend upon you and you disappear in a dog pile of scouts and cookies and merit badges <laughs> duncan sebastian is running ahead of you and the scout leader the man in teal descends down to be floating almost at your level and says you won't get past me And Sebastian looks back over his shoulder and says, I always wanted to play the hero. And Starfish tackles the scout leader. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Which gives you just enough time to get past him before he is turned whole body into a tin of cookies in a polychromatic burst of light. This is some Majin Buu shit. You throw open the double doors to the library and disappear inside as the scout leader propels himself towards you. Upon your entry, a tall, lanky, cowled figure greets you. In one hand, they have a book, and in the other, they sign to you. I believe this one is yours. It's a book? Mm Mm-hmm. Smells faintly of ocean air. And maybe a hint of fry oil? (laughs) Oh, God. I'm gonna open it. There is a flash of burnt umber light. And the three of you hear a familiar tune guiding you home. 
Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Monster Hour and Shrimp and Crits. Joining us today is our stunning ensemble cast, Kyle. Hi, I'm Kyle. I played Ray Ray. <laughs> Katie. Oh, I'm... <laughs> I'm Katie, and I play Duncan Oliver, the Vox. Hannah. Hi, I'm Hannah, and I play Ari Green, the Hex. Cap. I'm pretty sure I'm Cap, and I play Max the Paradox. <laughs> Tio. Sup? I'm, it's me, I'm Tio, and I played Sarah the Expert. And Ryan. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Go on. Continue. Hello, I'm Ryan. I think I'm Claire Claremont, and I think I'm a, the Forgotten Vessel. <laughs> Yes. Nailed it. Got it in one. Thank oh, no, you so I much, everyone, for tuning into our April Fool's uh, crossover episode. Oh, Ray Ray's the monstrous. As everyone grunts. <laughs> I went first. I got surprised. <laughs> everyone did a great job. I'm sorry I made you do this. No, this is great. <laughs> if you're not a regular listener of both shows, be sure to check out the other feed to hear your regular crew up to some hijinks in a different world. Tune in next week for our eight-person episode. <laughs> Where I break down in tears. <laughs> and I quit as the editor of both shows. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> bye, 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 everyone. Bye, bye now. Bye. <laughs> did we mention we did it for April uh, Fools? I tried yeah. to somewhere. Yeah, oh, you did April at the end. Good. <laughs> I think they probably figured it out. I'm, I'm guessing. <laughs> Let's get one oh in unison God, April crying. Fools. Three, okay. two, one. April Fools! Oh my god! That was cool. Okay. He's broken. Oh yes. Stop this recording right Hello, I'm Tio. I don't. This isn't what Tio sounds like. Let's just talk. That's not bad. <laughs> I'm the forgotten vessel. <laughs> no, try again. I'd say Claire Claremont in there somewhere. <laughs> Cheeks way. Reading the rules. <laughs> I see you. Don't, don't mind me over here. <laughs> just watch your cheeks sway. <laughs> Ryan, stop typing. Stop typing because you're going to say something in the middle of it and it's going to make me laugh. God. <laughs> I get it now. What on earth are they doing to Rooster? <laughs> oh no. What are you doing to my boy? Get that out of there. Oh boy. I don't remember them selling. Is this is this what I was talking like a minute ago? I can't just let it, just let it happen. Yeah, just make it just your feel own. It out. I would like the record to show all my notes 
I was giving on Clara's influence vibes. Snooty say fam and besties a lot. <laughs> Sloot and recommend bad products. So I feel like I'm doing. You're doing a great. Job. You are. You're doing the best Claire I can do right now. <laughs> We're from Florida. These words are so hard. I am not from Florida. You don't put I that evil on me. It, it was a joke. We're not from I Florida. pretend to be from Florida. Hey, I don't understand. We're all podcasters from, from somewhere. West. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. Hey, here I am. Nope, that's the Midwest. He's from <laughs> different places. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> oh, wow. You're rolling chaos. That's what you are trying to do.